is my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Hello, hello, good morning, Targa. Good morning, Targ. Uh, good, I don't know any of us. Buongiorno. Got me cans on and that. Good morning to everybody on planet Earth. We are on Wednesday the 9th of March 2022. We're in the middle of a war. Well, we're not in the middle of a war, but in fact, I told myself, don't talk about, do not mention the war, I said to myself. There you go, I've mentioned it. But just for the record, I'm going to be steering clear of talking about it because this isn't where you come to get your, your war news. I don't know why you come here. TBH, TBH. My drinks of choice today. We're on the green shit, which is... Oh, hello, everybody watching on Patreon. Hello. And hello, everybody listening on wherever you're listening. I hope you're well. We've got some green shit, which is just my powdered green shit. And then I put some um, other green stuff in it. And then mix it with water to make it taste nice. The water doesn't make it taste nice. The other green shit does, though. Let me have a go. <sighs> Downed it, mate. Absolute scenes, man. Woo! And then a fresh brew, but... Let's put that to one side, eh? Let's put that to one side. I've got, <clears throat> got me cans on, like. Got me cans on. <laughs> right, I hope you're all well. How are we feeling? Little check in, check in, check, check, check in. See how you all doing. How am I doing, you say? Good, good, good question. Hold on. Oh, I think we're going to, I think we'll... Can we still hear with cans? Yeah, we're good enough. We're good to go. Kansas City. Kansas, Kansas City. I think we can go without it. We're going to spike the audio. No, we're good. We're good. I'm taking cans off. I'm taking cans off for this one. Pop them down there. I'm good, thanks, mate. Good, thanks. Mixed bag all the time. It's a mixed bag, though, isn't it? Is anyone always okay all the time? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking these days, mate. It's because I, I watch a few of these um, people online, like on YouTube and stuff and on Instagram, who because I like to follow people who are motivational and uh, help me with sort of like health and diet and stuff like that. And some of them are relentless, man. I'm like, how, do you ever just wake up and just think, I can't be, I can't be bothered? It's too difficult to be a human today. Oh, I can't do it. I just want to know. Yes, but when you get that feeling, you've just got to lace up your boots, punch a few fucking cows in the neck and get on with it. Oh, I get it, but I don't get it, mate, at times. At times it's tough gig to be constant. And I think in, that's what fucks you, doesn't it, is putting yourself like, Measuring yourself against that. Because I know I come across as, uh, well, I, I am uh, quite motivated and I get quite a lot done and I do quite a lot of stuff, but I, 
there are times, man, when I'm just like, I cannot be, I, I can't be bothered. Or I'm just feel a little bit sad in my brain. Or I'm just feeling a bit, I don't know, despondent. Is that a word? Despondent. <laughs> Discombobulated. I remember when I was in hospital getting treated for the big C unit and uh, I'd just learned that word, right? And so that every time the doctors came in, because sometimes they would come in with other like students and stuff. They'd be, they'd be like, do you mind if we come in and ask you a few questions for our studies? I'd be like, no, nah, get, get in here, mate. And uh, I would always crowbar in discombobulated because I'd just learned it and I thought, and I was at least like 23 and I thought, here we go. These doctors are going to be well impressed. <laughs> How are you feeling, Mr. Hayes? Oh, you know, a little bit discombobulated. <laughs> Fucking what an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I've lost my train of thought there. Yeah, but so sometimes just feel a little bit... Oh, <clears throat> it's consistency, isn't it? I can't get consistency. That's maybe because I, I I feel good for a period of time and then I'll get on sauce for a little bit or, you know, let things affect me a little bit, but, or my diet will go to shit. But it's the rich tapestry of life, isn't it? We can't always be on peak performance because... You can't trust people who are always on it, can you? No, you cannot. So I'll tell you what's interesting then, while you're here, because we're just going to flow with this. So I'm going to try and have it so there's no editing to be done, so I'll try and keep it all... I'll try and keep from sounding like I'm, I've lost my marbles. Way. So I was looking at the news, because I don't really, as I said before, I'll only start to have a little glimpse at the news, because I, I'll come and do a podcast, and maybe we can talk about a little bit. And after trawling through all the war stuff, and like really feeling a bit sad about life, I got to this. Shackleton's lost ship, Endurance, found off Antarctica. New images capture astonishing discovery. And it's this... A shipwreck, a wooden shipwreck, which is the Endurance, which is that's what it's called. Not one of our Captain Cooks. I remember at Whitby School, Captain Cooks ships. We were all the 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 houses, you know, like Gryffindor and that. We had um, Endeavour, Adventure, and whatever other uh, boats Captain Cook had. When I was in advent, I was in an uh, adventure, which was red. <laughs> the end. The end. Uh, like swimming, colouring in. Um, but the brilliant thing about this is right. It was lost in uh, the Antarctic a long, long time ago. Uh, da -da -da -da. The wreck of Sir Ernest Shackleton's ship, Endurance, was trapped in the sea ice before sinking in 1915. And it's been found off the coast of Antarctica in what has been called a milestone of polar history. And I'll tell you something. As a keen underwaterman, the images are mind-boggling, man. Because, and I will, oh, giving myself a bit of work to do. Don't worry about it if you're just listening to this. You can Google it. But I'll put some on, on the screen here for patrons of the picture. It's just, I mean, of the the ship itself. 
But the reason it was so well preserved, apparently there are no wood-eating parasites at the bottom of the sea over there. This is by far the finest wooden shipwreck I've ever seen. Da, 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 da. Oh, no, this is just people talking about it. <laughs> this is a terrible podcast and I'm sorry. It's not for me, I like it. Well, anyway, yeah, it just says about that. And then it says, like, the, the water is as clear as filtered water. <laughs> so it's crystal clear anyway. So they were able to get some amazing footage of it. And it looks amazing. Um, unlike, and this is what it reminded me of, when I were a lad growing up in Whitby. How old must I have been on this one? Uh, it was during school time. So I was maybe 14, 15. Maybe a bit, yeah. Maybe 14, 15, 16. One of them. And me and a couple of friends would, all, like a lot of times, we would, every weekend, all through the summer, we would get in our wetsuits and we would go jumping off. You want to come jumping off? Which would be all around Whitby, there's lighthouse. That we have jumped off the ice house, the lighthouse beacon at the end of the extensions. All the little harbours that come up the harbour, the little piers that come up the harbour. And there was loads of little areas. That we'd, we'd nickname all, them all different ones, like Ailing Whale. Should we go and do Ailing Whale? Which, which is basically means the hole in the wall, <laughs> where you would just jump through this little hole in the wall. The Ice House, Turtle, RNLI, End at, at Green Eckies, Red Eckies, Bridge. There was all sorts we would do. And a few times I would be collared by fishermen who would say, Oi, while you've got your wetsuit on, can I? They'd just sling me some goggles and say, Can you go and have a look at underneath me boat? Because they'd either be, I remember one time having to cut a load of rope off the propeller of a boat, and then another one. Just checking for hull, is it the hull, yeah, Check, checking for hull damage to see, because he said he thought he'd hit something and can I go check it out? And they used to give us a bit of money, like absolute shrapnel, mate. I remember doing, I remember going down and cutting all that rope off the uh, propeller and he gave us like enough for me and my mate to get some fish and chips or something. It was fair enough, innit? Fair enough. But yeah, I couldn't see anything going under there. I used to have to hold on to the boat and then use the boat to see as I was going down. I would just use my hands on the boat because as soon as you let go of the boat and if you lose sight of the thing, which is literally just two inches in front of you, that's all you can see in that harbour, then you're on your own. <laughs> and I didn't really know about equalising or anything back then, so ears used to just wreck. Um, but that's what, I mean, even back then, I was always keen for it. I was keen for getting underwater and having a little... It just seems like an adventure to me. It seems so adventurous being underwater, and I've always had that in me. So just growing up, always like... We used to dive off the end of the extensions and collect all the fishing lures and fishing weights that uh, all day fishermen had lost. And I remember diving down. Again, like... It must can't have been that far, maybe six metres, seven metres, something like that. And then there was this little hole in the floor, and that's where all the weights and stuff would gather in these little pockets. 
And I remember seeing this ring. It was like a gold ring. There was a big crab behind it. And it was a solid gold ring, but it was like a man's ring with a little diamond in it. And I got it, brought it up and sold it. I sold it to one of my mates for like 60 quid or something. Then he went and got it priced up at like 100 and odd. You, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> and so that's why I got into um, scuba diving. I had a few scuba diving trips when I was younger. And then I started to do my courses at a swimming pool here in York. And just couldn't continue it because when I had chemotherapy, because of the certain the type of chemotherapy that I had, they said that I wasn't allowed to have uh, oxygen, like breathing oxygen. I don't know if that is still the case, but that's what they told me every time I used to go back there. And I used to have to carry, well, I've still got it somewhere. Like I carry a card um, saying that if I get into an accident, that they shouldn't give me the oxygen because it's it can like damage my lungs or it can kill you or something. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe have to re-look into that, I think. Now that it's 2022, there's maybe something they can do about it. It was a long time ago, wasn't it? So when I realised I couldn't do the snork, the scuba diving, which was a bit gutted about, I the natural progression was to get into free diving. And I went down... I did a video on this for the people that, have, that watched the channel, actually. I did a video. I went down on my Todd, went down south and did a two-day free diving course at this quarry where they bet, like they sink a load of stuff in there, like oddities and stuff that you can find, like cars, helicopters, aeroplanes. I, I swam through the the cockpit of an aeroplane. I believe it was the cockpit, or a, a section of it anyway, which was so good because it's so clear. I mean, in fact, I might go and do something like that again. might film it. There's one near the Lake District that has loads of uh, hand, hand, uh, homemade... Homemade man-made caves and stuff so people can practice ca caving. Splunking, is it called? Splunking or whatever they call it. Just cave diving, which isn't for me. I'm not going to be doing any cave diving because that's just panic stations, isn't it? Right. So... <laughs> it's early doors still, mate. It's early doors. What time is it? We're still... It's still early anyway. I like to do these, as, I've, as I always say, on the morning. Fed me Robin. Scared the squirrel off the bird feeder. <laughs> and because... So the reason I'm doing this as well is I was supposed to be going out with Northern Monk today to start a... Uh, we're going to be going to the Lake District for a couple of days to do a bit of filming and to discuss my next two beers. But the weather has just been a nightmare up there. So instead... We're going to the Yorkshire Dales and we're going to do a day hike, big day hike. So it doesn't matter if it rains, I guess. Big day hike. And then we're staying in a pub. <laughs> we're staying in a pub and we're just going to have a few beers <clears throat> and discuss my next two beers that are going to be coming out soon. So today I was supposed to be traveling up to the Lake District. That ain't happening. So I'm here. I thought I'll do a podcast instead while I've got a bit of time on my hands. And while the weather's a bit shitty... What else is going on? This is only going to be a short one, this, because um, I do have other stuff to do. But uh, <laughs> I say I've got other stuff to do. I'm just bottling it, mate. I'm just can't. It's hard. 
It's hard to talk, just constant, or to feel engaging. You know, we you lot. I keep looking down there, because I do have made a couple of little notes. I've tried my best. So, oh yeah, this month is the month where I've got stuff to do. Like, I'm doing this trip with Northern Monk. Um, I'm going, next week I'm going out with Rab, the f company Rab for to watch some films and do a bit of camping and then we've got that and some other stuff i'll try and vlog a little bit of it and bring it to you but i'll definitely be telling you about it on here because it seems interesting and i get to experience the new sleeping bags i get one which I can't wait for and then i've got this thing coming up with this company who want me to make a video just like one of my normal videos but around the Whitby area. So it's going to be promoting Whitby, which I, I sometimes I'm like, well, it's just one of the best things ever. I get to promote Whitby, which I love. And at first I didn't even know I was from Whitby. <laughs> they were like, right, choose one of these sections of this coast to do. And I was like, that one then, Witters, mate. Now, this Witters trip for me has just got even better because... I've maybe wangled Joey D into it because he's a fellow Whitbeer and we haven't hung out for a long time. I says, look, mate, let's just tie it all in together. You can come help me do this promotional video for Whitby and we'll do some, we'll do two nights. We'll do a night camping and maybe a night in the hostel over there or something like that. And he, and he's got the green light. He just messaged me this morning he says he's got it. He's got green light. He's green lighted, so that's definitely going to happen. Me and Joey D, back in our hometown, doing a bit, and I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um. What else? Going to oh, so I'm going to maybe go. <laughs> I say oh, like that's really interesting. He's not. I was just thinking of going to go and watch Batman tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, guess what? You'll never guess this. I think I'm going to go watch a film. <laughs> yes, mate. Do you know what I mean? Who needs your look at me or whatever podcast you're listening to when you've got me saying that I might go watch a film. And I wanted to go and watch... People have been saying to go and watch the Batman, the new Batman. So I'm going to do that and then I'll report to you how it was because guess what? Book club can get to foot club. <laughs> now it's the film club, innit? As I say, we're just working on this and I'm finding it difficult to read a book in between these podcasts, if I'm honest. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, I read, I read a little bit of that one I was going to read and then I was like, I can't do it, mate, I can't do it. At the moment, I can't do it. I'll need to go on holiday or something or win the lottery and then I can just have more time just to sit and read my book. But at the moment, mm-mm can't commit to it don't have the brain power so i thought maybe i'll do film club i'll go watch a film hear me out no hey, no, no don't leave hear me out whoa come back hear me out i'll go watch a film and then we'll talk about it or i'll talk about it so i'll just go watch batman and I'll come back and be like so guys batman was good and then you'll all go oh you spoilers mate you've spoiled it <laughs> i'll say right Back to book club. Colouring in club, it'll go, it'll end up as, won't it? Just me 
colouring in a real basic shape. And today we've got, I've coloured in this square. Look. And then you'll all be like, this is shit. Abandoned ship. Abandoned shit. Oh, it's that time of the podcast where I reload my brew. I'm going to just go and reload the brew. Come back. Come back. 2022, brew. Uh, yeah, I went climbing like yesterday morning. I went climbing again. I've got, I'm starting to get back into my climbing of um, just like early morning climbs when it's not so busy down there. So I can do that before work sort of stuff. And I'm just getting into it, man, because I need to get, when it's one of them, to, this year has just been a, it started so slow because I think it was a lot of people, including myself, we're like, right, this is it. This new year, we're getting it. And then it's just, you realise it's the same stuff in it. You know, in the news, the media. The, I don't want to be like, sound like a downer and stuff, but the cost of living has got, and I cannot believe that I'm actually saying like that sentence, like the cost of living. I sound like a grander, but it's true. The cost of living has gone, it's astronomical now. It's gone through the roof. They sent me my my uh, bills, seven hundred quid rise like that for yeah seven hundred bar just like that. Just sent us a letter. Oh, by the way, Mister Hayes, because of this, that, and the other, it's, we're raising your um, your bills. Yeah, seven hundred quid starting next month or whatever it is, or month after. That's very soon. All right, do I get a say in this? You know, can I appeal it? Can I just say, look, I, uh, that's a lot. Can, we, can, can you maybe just work it like a little bit at a time? And the inflation, can the inflation meet the the income? Like, can my outgoings meet, match my incomings or what? Or, or is that it? You're just going to just throw it, throw everyone under the bus like that after like... We're all shell-shocked and traumatised after being in lockdown. And a lot of people, your boy included, losing a lot of money and not being able to work and f all that. And then you're going to... There are loads of people, actually, I know, lost a lot during lockdown. And then you're going to just hike all the prices up astronomically. One of the... It's the biggest price increase in living I've I've known in my lifetime. And... So there was that, and then then the housing companies have writ like all the rent and everything has just gone through the roof, and the shopping. I did my big shop, and I was like, "Oh my, what?" It's like I don't know, man, twenty percent more than it normally would be, because you know I normally buy the roughly the same sort of stuff, and ballpark figure the amount that I spend on a weekly shop, and I was like, "What the? F have I bought like?" accidentally bought an iPad or something because that's mental but that's it in it the twist the screws man it's I guess they they say the economy is it the economy has to like get get it all back I guess that from the the loss of lockdown and my I remember my uh, my accountant saying this to me a while ago he's like the lock the knock-on effect of this is going to be absolutely mental because the amount of money that's been lent out, the amount of like 
people haven't been at work, companies have gone under, all this, that and the other. When uh, the fear of COVID's gone and everybody and all the lockdowns are over, that's when people are going to try and to make their money back. That's when we're going to be have the screws turned in us. And that's what it feels like, doesn't it? It feels like, all oh, right, you're out of the other end of that. Here's this. The cost of living is going up. So yeah, you've had, <laughs> you've all been locked away, not being able to enjoy yourself for this amount of time. Now, here, I've no money to enjoy yourself for the rest of the amount of time. It's a bit tight, isn't it? And I can't grumble, man. I've, you know, got a roof over my head and I get to do some cool stuff. So I can't grumble. It's just a, it's just a lot. It's just a bit of a hike, isn't it? A bit of a, a hike. But I know we're all going through it. I don't know where you are in the world. But I know in the UK, the cost of living's gone through the roof. And I'm talking about the cost of living too much. And I've said cost of living. <laughs> cost of coffee, mate. Hey, cost of fortune, mate. Am I right? Come on. Come on. Come on. Right, let's tell you something bit more upbeat, shall we? What shall I tell you? Something a little bit more upbeat. Um, well, I'll try and keep it positive because I was thinking, you know, what stories have I got? But a lot of my stories, and like they're like, oh, well, me and some friends were uh, <laughs> off our nuts and this happened and that happened. And it's like, oh, wait, mate. Oh, when I was young, I got so drunk I did this. They're all like drunk stories, aren't they? I guess some of the best stories are when you're drunk, but... Right, I've just had to... Sorry, just had to turn that back on. Are we in? Ah, DSLRs, man, why? Do you know... DSLRs, they only... They can... A lot of DSLRs, the majority of them anyway, they can only film continuously for 30 minutes and then they shut off. It's so annoying and it's to do with... It's tax reasons. Again, greed. Uh, because you can't import. If you, if you Apparently, if it runs longer than... If it's like a continuous running camera, it's it classes as proper film kit or something like that. So it's something to do with import or tax. Import tax. Or sun or sooting. And so they have an automatic cutoff at 30 minutes, which is annoying. <laughs> Struggling. Feel right. Maybe, I mean, sometimes it's harder. Sometimes it's easier than others to do these podcasts, to talk to you, especially when I feel like I just always want to be real with you. And sometimes I have to got to stop myself from talking about stuff that's too, maybe a bit too personal. For me, it throws me under the bus a little bit. And also it throws other people under the like, No, it doesn't. But sometimes other people will listen, won't they? And then they'll be like, why are you saying that? Don't, you know, stop giving it all away. Save a little bit. And I'm like, well, some people want to listen to people's inner struggles or happinesses. Because you're there, aren't you, for good bits. And, and uh, there to support when good bits are happening. But... Maybe people want to know about when it's going a bit fucking shite. They want to know which struggles. Or is it just... Because this isn't no... This isn't a po comedy podcast. I don't have to be funny. It's not in... I don't have to be interesting. I don't have to be anything. 
Just do you, geezer. Is what I'm learning. Just do me. There's podcasts out there for everything, isn't there? There's comedy podcasts. There's all sorts of learning. True crime. <laughs> just listing off podcasts. And all that. And this is just what man is. Where we do... We talk a little bit about what I've been up to. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of health and fitness, mental and physical. Then we do the new film club. I can't wait to bring you film club. And I'll be going out to film film club. Oh, here we go. Right, let's bring... So recently, let's get some behind scenes in that. So I managed to get back out finally into the Lake District to test out my new tent as well. And I, can, I absolutely loved it. I don't know if it came across on the video how much I loved it, but I really did. What I didn't love, though, is that and you'll notice, for those of you that have watched the video, <clears throat> it's my most recent video on the on Tube, is that the audio was wank because my, my, my microphone broke on my camera and I didn't realise, so I just had the... the audio through the camera body which is dreadful and so any little breeze was making like that so you couldn't hear anything i lost loads of stuff man when i was drinking my beer i went on a few little uh yeah and i said loads of stuff that I had to get cut and then at the end i said a load of stuff i had to get cut there was loads i had to cut out probably for the best anyway but it was really annoying when I got back in edits, editing and I was like, oh no, I've lost loads of good gear here and just, yeah, annoying. So I bought a new shotgun mic for my camera to go on top of it to sort it out. Got it, tested it out, didn't work again. So I bought a new, so I have to send that back. And then it turned out that it's the cam, it's the, the, uh, the port on the actual camera's knackered. So then now it sort of renders my camera useless in for run and gun for everything that I do really for going up into for all my videos are filmed on this thing. So except for my long distance hikes. So it's sort of just dead, died on its ass. So I can only use it for stuff like this where it's on a tripod and I'm using a, a separate mic. And so I've had to fucking order a new camera. I've upgraded it. So hopefully this one is going to last me a long time. Because this camera's lasted me years. Good couple of years, few years. And so I've got a new one coming. So I can't leave the house until it gets here today. Once it gets here, that'll be it. New camera. No new audio. So we'll be... And I'm looking forward... I've got... Ah, I'm looking forward to getting out into the woods and just doing some filming. Hopefully with Joey D. This is such a stuttery podcast. Um, so yeah, behind scenes, mate. So I'd seen a photograph online of this infinity pool in the Lake District. And I used a little bit of topography. I think that's what it's called, topography. And I recognised one, one of the mountains in the background. I recognised it. And I worked out where it was, roughly, in relation to this mountain. I was like, right, I'm going to go there, man. I was like, 
it looks amazing. I'm going to go and have a little, I'm going to go and dunk me junk in it. And that was my mission. And I didn't say it on the video because I, did, I didn't know if I would find it or not. So I went up to the Lake District to find that. And this was a while ago and I got fogged out. The, the, the forecast was wrong. Tent full of condensation, just loads of stuff went wrong. And it was a complete fog out. I couldn't see anything. It was just pea soup, man. Pea soup. So I couldn't find it. So I went off. So I went back again to find it and I managed to find it. And I had a little, I dunked my junk in it and it was fantastic. And I just had a mint camp in my new tent. It was amazing. You know, there's a few little bits and pieces for it that need sorting out. I've just got myself oh, one of the biggest cons ever, the footprint. I've got the footprint for the big Agnes. So I'm going to be showing that on a video because it means it's a game changer for a lot of people if you can't put a tent up in a wanna, you know, if you've got to put the inner up first, if you're doing that in torrential rain, it's just going to get all inside your tent and that in it, which is a bit of a chew. And it's a game changer for a lot of people. And especially in this country, you do get a lot of wet. It, saying that, I can probably count on one hand the amount of times I've set up a tent in pissing down conditions where it's absolutely horrific. It, it, that's only ever happens to me really on long distance hikes where you can't predict the weather because if, I, if I'm going for just one night to film the stars or try and catch some scenery I'm looking at the forecast and I'm not going when it's pissing it down so there's that but this footprint which I did mention on the video that it is annoying having to buy footprints in it like either give us it as part of the tent for free or make your bathtub stronger and more waterproof. It's just a massive con. So maybe I'll start a campaign. Nah, or maybe I'll design my own tent for fun. Even if I don't go to a tent company, maybe I'll do it anyway. You know, like take all the best bits out of the tents that I've got and create the perfect tent, and then maybe do go to a tent company. Hello, come in. Hello, it's me, Hayes Outdoors. You may have seen me drinking booze at the top of a mountain on YouTube, but <laughs> I've come here. I know you've got years and years of experience in making tents through trial and error, and it's been passed down from generation to generation. But look at this. And then I just like whip out a model that I've made. Just like a fucking tissue and cocktail sticks with blue tack on and that. Look at this. It's the Lanshan Hilleberg 5000 McTR2 Banshee monster. <laughs> just an absolute Frankenstein's monster. Look. Oh yeah, how much does that weigh? Don't worry about it. That's up for you guys to sort out. But it's got all the best bits. What does that remind me of? The best bits of everything. Like when you create, at school when you create an animal, out of the best bits of all the animals, but it just looks like it's just impractical. It's like the head of a, it's got the head of a Tyrannosaurus, the legs of a wasp and all that. So what would that might, so you'd want the durability of a Hilleberg, You'd want maybe the lightness of my Grossamer gear. 
you would I would want two doors for sure. Always want two doors. Maybe one vestibule a little bit smaller than the other, just to save on a little bit of weight. Would it be trekking pole? No, it wouldn't be a trekking pole tent. But would it have the option as a trekking pole tent? So you could use it as a trekking pole tent. Then if you didn't have the trekking poles, it does come with like a frame. Not just like poles, but a frame as well. Right, there's a lot of... Th I mean, I'm just freestyling that, but maybe that would be a good idea for me to sit down and actually have a think about designing a tent. Then if I design it, I could go to... I could reach out to companies, can I say, look, this is it. It's the Haze One. <laughs> yes, the Hazy Days. No, that sounds gash, man. That sounds like some sort of... No, that's terrible. The Haze Tent. Just the Haze Tent. The Hilliberg Haze. Imagine that. The Hilliberg Rogan. The Hilliberg Alak Two. The Hilliberg Haze One. Oh! Ho, ho. Terra Nova Haze One. That sounds good, doesn't it? The Terra Nova Haze One. Hello, come in. Hello, Terra Nova, it's me. Uh, I've got an idea for a tent. Bear with me. <laughs> it's a three-person tent. It's only 500 grams. <laughs> it's a pop-up tent, actually. It's a pop-up tent, and it's got loads of, like, it's got pictures of avocados and bacon on it. It's a pop-up tent. It's got little bells on the inside. And it's got lights all around the door. Are you with me? It's got a little welcome mat. Again, with an avocado on it. With eyes. The little avocado's got eyes on it. It says, welcome. <laughs> it says, avocado, don't leave a trace. <laughs> no. Avocado, don't leave a trace. Avocado. Nah. Anyway, shite idea. Shite idea, but I might do that. So what this footprint enables you to do, it enables you to stick your frame or your poles into the corners of the footprint and holds it steady so that then you can put your outer up on that straight away. And then, so if it's pissing it down, you get your outer up and you can get inside it with your bag and everything else, and then put your inner up inside it. Which sounds like a good idea, but in the past, when I've done it on my Sea to Summit TR2, I found it very finicky. And I can imagine if it was pissing it down and you did have your big bag and all that, you'd just be like, fuck, just... It's a bit of a chew. Well, we'll see how this one is anyway. We'll see how it fares. I know the the TR2 was a, a bit of a... Oh, fun. Put it on silent, boy. Put it on silent, boy, uh... It's Alex's ex-girlfriend. I was just talking about girlfriend. Just talking about ex-girlfriends or girlfriends. I think I cut all that out. And there she is, Alice. God damn, she sent me something about Jason Donovan. What the f life? Life is just too bonkers at times for me, guys. You know? You know what I mean? You don't hear about from someone for like months and then just send you an article about Jason Donovan. God bless her. Um, throw me off me. Um, throw me off what I was doing. Um, 
got me, got me, <laughs> got me footprint. I can't remember what I was talking about. How long have we done? Fifty-four minutes. We've done fifty-four minutes, but I'm gonna have to cut a load of that out. It's too difficult to freestyle sometimes. So I think I'll do questions next time, or we'll just talk about Batman, <laughs> the Batman I went to go see. We'll do film club, mate. I'll talk about some of my favourite films. What's your f What's your favourite film? It's cheesy, mate, but it's probably the one I've seen the most out of any film is Point Break. With Keanu Reeves and uh, Patrick Swayze, rest in peace. I've seen that film so many times, mate, when I was growing up. It changed my life, I think. It's what started, you know... I think that's why I started surfing. I mean, I'm from Whitby, which and there was I did have a lot of friends that surfed, but it certainly encouraged me to surf more and rob banks. I robbed a lot of banks after watching that. I watched it so much, mate, I picked up an Easter egg and it's one of the only ones that I've picked up and I've never heard anyone talk about it, but there's a scene in it, right, where Patrick Swayze... No. There's a scene in it where... Johnny Utah, a.k.a. Keanu Reeves, is talking about him. He's talking about trailing Patrick Swayze, right, to his pal. And, he's, and he says, uh, I followed him. He, he went, and he says, he went into Patrick's roadhouse, picked up some food. And now, now, that is an Easter egg because he called it Patrick's roadhouse. Patrick, Patrick Swayze, was in a film called Roadhouse. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> rewind it quick. I found an Easter egg. Ah, <laughs> oh, Nerdsville. Right. <laughs> Nerdsville. We should maybe just stick to, right, this podcast doesn't know what the fuck it is, does it? We should stick to camping. We should stick to talking about outdoors and camping. And then when we have guests, we're going to do the, the apocalypse podcasts and interview the guests a little bit. But for these solo ones, man, we're either going to do questions or there needs to be some sort of structure, doesn't there? Because I'm all over the place. So we'll just, we'll maybe stick to camping and we'll just do what's new in the world of camping and bushcraft <laughs> and not talk about my inability to hold down a relationship. <laughs> Ah oh dear, well I feel good anyway mate, you're buzzing, I'm buzzing, I feel good, <laughs> I feel good, right, so here I go, <laughs> I'm absolutely wounded, I'm wounded, oh, so the second half of the podcast, or quite a lot of the podcast, just there, I got it all recorded, it's like right, that's good, nice little ending, Got you know, motivational, it was good, it was decent. And I closed everything down and then I started to film a little summit about me. I was doing a review for some airport. What's this? Hold on. What is this? Sorry. I don't even know, mate. Anyway, I started to do a review of some pumps, as you do, for my airbeds and stuff. Messed one of them up, went to delete it off camera and ended up deleting half the podcast, about half an hour's worth of <laughs> imagery. And so I've just been, for the last hour, I've been like, 
trying to download this recovery software. Oh, it's been an absolute chew. And so I just thought, you know what? Instead of spending 60 quid for this recovery software, why don't I just film a little bit more as a closer? I'm not going to get everything that I spoke about before because it was all natural good stuff. And I can't remember really half of it. So that's that. So I'm sorry if this podcast has been all over the place. I'm about to be all over the place. I'm going for a walk. <laughs> I'm going to get some fresh air and get out of the house for a bit. So I wish you out but love. I'm sorry this podcast was a bit all of a shant. Can you even call it a podcast? I don't know. But I'm sorry about it anyway. I, it was good, but I've just deleted loads of it. And it's knocked wind out on my sails, so I just can't bring myself... <laughs> Or remember what I was talking about. So I'll thank you for listening. I, I do. I can't keep apologising. Thanks for listening. I think we'll get some questions next time. Make it a little bit easier. Although I did do a good podcast, it just got cancelled. I just can't. I just deleted it. That's life in it. Sandcastles on the beach, mate. It's all transient. It comes and goes. Namaste. Let's just not think too much about it. Otherwise, because it was doing my head in a minute ago. I was like, oh no, I've lost all that hard work and stuff. But what is it hard work? Or was I just waffling to a microphone? I think I was just waffling one I? We all know that. I thank you all for listening, watching if you're on Patreon. I'll leave you with this short poem by Emily Dickinson. If I can stop one art from... Right, I'm going to read it as Yorkshire as I can. Are you ready? No, I'm not going to do that. Right. Short poem by Emily Dickinson, read by a Yorkshireman. Let's go. <clears throat> if I can stop one heart from breaking, I shall not live in vain. If I can ease one life the aching, or cool one pain, or help one fainting robin into its nest again, I shall not live in vain. Thanks for listening, watching. Take care of yourselves. Much love. Goodbye for now. Goodbye.